In short, there are three things that last, faith, hope, and love, and the greatest of these is love. Welcome to Love Lighthouse podcast, and this broadcast in particular is going to be based on this book that I am currently writing throughout the period leading up to Pentecost 2022. Now, Pentecost 2022 falls on June the 5th, or the 5th of June, which is more accurate by our standards. I'm recording this at the moment on the 2nd of May, and we're at 1400 hours here already. So we've got quite a long time to go before we're actually due to celebrate Pentecost in this year. But we know that Pentecost has begun long before many of you, many of us were even born. Over 2000 years ago, when Jesus departed this earth from his earthly earthen body as everyone once knew it, he died he suffered under Pontius Pilate, he died, he went to hell, he resurrected, so he rose from the dead and you know he went through this entire point of time between then where he appeared to different people before his final and full ascension. Um, Before his final and full ascension and all these different times that he met up with people, there, there was the breaking of the bread, the sharing of the fish, lots of different times, right? Where he came back and he spent time with the people. And then finally, he ascends into heaven. He's seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. And it says in many times in a mass, if you go to a mass, from whence he shall come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in and on it goes. God is judging right now. It's not a time to come. Yes, there will be a greater time to come, but it's happening already. You're seeing the judgments happen all around already. Some of them are right, some of them are good, some of them are from God, some of them are from the world and they're not good at all and they're just a load of nonsense. But Jesus is going to sift and sort through all of that and he's watching and listening clearly to all of the different souls of the different people and he's making judgments even as they, as we make judgments. He is making judgments on our human judgments. Glory to God. So he's not just seated at the right hand of God and isn't doing anything. He is working right now. Just because you don't see it or you don't realise it in the same way, he is working through the entire world right now and is judging right now from that right hand already. It's been doing so for years. Thousands of years. So even though this Pentecost this year is coming up, Pentecost has already been, as we know, over 2,000 years ago already. So the Holy Spirit exists, therefore there's no excuse. Everyone can gain insight from the Holy Spirit. All we need to do, and it comes from James, is ask and it shall be given. Ask for that wisdom from the Holy Spirit, from God, and it will be given to you. in front of the computer right now I'm gonna cut for this um 
Yeah, should have typed James yet. James 1.5, so chapter 1, verse 5. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that giveth to all men liberally, and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that giveth to all men liberally, and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. That just means... God's not going to give you any trouble. He's not going to go nuts. He's not going to go crazy. He's not going to judge you terribly if you ask for wisdom. He will be gracious and give you the wisdom that you ask for if you put in the work and accept. So that is what a lot of this time period is built on that peace in James chapter 1 verse 5. That's what the Holy Spirit gives us, gives us the wisdom and the clarity to follow on in the will of God in the right manner. The right manner here for me with this particular book is to continue writing on this book and I just felt called to go on with that today. There can be many distractions in our world trying to pull us away from doing the work of God. The good works, we're not saved by those good works. We're saved already by Jesus Christ. But we're here to to give these good works without the need to do it, but just because we have that love and that belief in Christ. And when we share that, it's going to help other people. Now, the devil doesn't want other people to be saved, so many distractions can come in the way. And I just felt cold in this moment. It's like, get on with this book. And, you know, I prayed about it. I was like, well, you know, what's going to really make this successful for the kingdom? And it's like, you know, that, that wisdom came through in that moment in time. Do your broadcast. Do, it was actually do a podcast on it. And I thought, do a podcast? Do a podcast broadcast. And that's where I've got to with this. So I've got to open at the moment. Pentecost prayer journal. There's um, quite a lot that's come from me specifically, personally, and we've got many different sections in this. And it describes what Pentecost actually is. So Pentecost has been described as 50 days after Easter Sunday, right? When the apostles who had been praying in the upper room received the sight and the gift of the Holy Spirit. Before they received the gift of the Holy Spirit, the gift from the ascended Jesus Christ, now seated at the right hand of God the Father, the apostles spent time in the upper room praying in request that they would receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So the entire time they were in a state of preparation and behaved much like hermits by what we are informed in Scripture. When they were all together and the Holy Spirit descended upon the apostles, where they were, they were all of one accord. So the Holy Spirit brought them into one accord and began to allow them to speak and interpret in tongues. All were speaking in different languages, but they could understand each other. That's the gift of the Holy Spirit right there. This book, it continues to go on to many different sections and there's lots of insight here. 
But there's a Pentecost prayer and a preparation uh, for this journey of receiving more of the Spirit. And there's a place for you to delve into that meditative prayer and journaling. There are particular key scriptures as well that are given for this time to really help each of us gain more insight with the Holy Spirit and rise up. For he loveth our nation and he hath built us a synagogue. This was what was said of the soldier from Capernaum to Jesus when his disciples were trying to encourage him to go and save his servant, right? We are the people who love our nation and who with each other build the church out of that very love. And when Jesus heard of the servant, he went straight there to help. That is what Jesus desires to do for us immediately too. This is how much Jesus wants us to connect and benefit from him through the presence of his Holy Spirit. We can do that also just as immediately as Jesus wants to connect. We also get an idea of this immediacy in the scripture when it then goes on to say that as soon as Jesus perceived the very faith of the soldier, that the servant was already healed in that moment. It was all to do with the faith of the Roman soldier. He didn't need to go and take a Eucharist. He didn't need to go and make some bread and then eat it. He didn't need to go and break it and share it. Glory to God. He had faith. But that is not to put down the importance of the presence of Jesus Christ in the Eucharist and the breaking of the bread, the coming together and the remembrance of Jesus to remind us of these things, to push on the faith. But there's nothing more important than actual spiritual faith in and of itself. And that is where we hear that is the reason that some people don't have the Holy Spirit because people at that point when Jesus said, and this is something coming up at the moment um, online as you'll have seen, when Jesus made the point clear that it wasn't just about the physical things and the manna in the desert, like the physical bread, but it was more about the spiritual aspect of God, many of the people turned back. They first, they couldn't understand what he was talking about and they thought perhaps he was being carnal. And then when he made out that it was very spiritual, they really couldn't understand that because it was beyond their grasp altogether, even worse than the whole flesh and blood situation because flesh and blood at least they could understand and see you know it's something that's of the physical world but when he then went on to the spirit that was it that was a call off point and then we could see who was on the side of the lord and who wasn't we do know that even that in the last supper when they had the eucharistic type of a situation we know that there were those there that truly believed more so in the spiritual aspect but there were those there that just went and they were looking more towards the flesh of the um, the entire covenant and to Jesus and they didn't understand the fullness of the spirit. And so they were still there at the Eucharistic uh, situation of the Last Supper, the bread and wine and sharing of that and Jesus instituting this and uh, in remembrance of himself. But Judas just didn't get it. So... There are lots of people that just didn't get it. They don't get the fact that this is in remembrance 
and they don't get the fact that it's more about the spirit rather than the actual fleshly world and that is where they can't get to the next level they can't it's like a glass ceiling and they cannot they cannot do anything about it because they won't because if people are too much involved in those distractions of the flesh world they get distracted they get called away and it takes away from them this is what it means when it says that the devil seeks to steal kill destroy and to take away it's through those distractions of the fleshly world that that is taken away so again it's not to say the eucharist is terrible or to and um, take away from that and no not at all but it's to put the prominence on the spirit the holy spirit of god so that people understand that it's much more than just the fleshly world it's beyond that and it's the spirit that gives life to all things the spirit the word of christ is the life that's the bread the bread of life it's actually the spirit but to do the fleshly things in the right order in the right way of course is very good pleasing unto god when it is in that right order spirit first and then it's all so there's so much here, there's so much meat to into, but it comes from the Spirit, glory to God first, um, in terms of this book. We've got another part here, praying in alignment with God, very important. And so what is the Holy Spirit and how can you tell the difference? So that's all in there as well. The Holy Spirit, like other spirits, will of course profess Jesus Christ. However, some demonic spirits can deny the Christ. So although they can deny or accept, there are a few vital differences. The demonic spirit will deny more the saving grace and the resurrection and the ascension of Jesus Christ. Kind of like if you think about, if you go back to Judas Iscariot again and what he went through, so it will absolutely like accept a lot of the uh, fleshly parts of Christ. Yes, Christ uh, did come to the earth. Um, can deny that though too, but can still say it, but will deny the understanding of the Holy Spirit um, and that saving grace from the resurrection and the ascension. So that's how it kind of keeps like a lot of people that, you know, the level under the glass ceiling type of situation. Um, it will try to accuse the victim or person in order to make them feel guilty and feel lost, to send them on a trajectory to hell. Now, that's not to say that the Holy Spirit doesn't work on people to give them a sense of what they need to change and actually come up with something, say, this is the way that it is, that's it. But the intent is different. The intent of the Holy Spirit is to help, to save, to change, to prosper, to grow, to um, have that person be at glory to God and come into the kingdom more fully um, to get through that narrow doorway. But the reason and the intent by the devil is really different. It's actually to pretty much steal and um, deny down and to take that soul to hell, to the trajectory of pretty much destroying their soul two entirely different reasons, two different intents, two entirely different spirits. Um, 
someone who has been speaking to me recently has been saying God has been saying this to me and it seems like God's saying two you know two different things one to you one to me and we looked at scripture and how scripture was and of course God must be put above man that's true but the scriptures are very reliable they say it like it is and you know they tell it like it is and it's very clear so this person was saying to me um oh no I like I feel like you know if we were to meet this this and this could happen and uh what do you think about that I'm like well no because not just anything could happen in terms of meeting me because the Holy Spirit wouldn't give you that type of uh push in that direction that is not holy um anything that is less than holy okay so what I was kind of gathering from the idea is like a kind of almost like a fornicative fornication type of thing I'm like no that wouldn't come from the Holy Spirit um that's very clear so right then and there off the bat we can see really clearly that when you look at the commands when you look into the scriptures it's very clear you know within yourself too but if you go further to look at the scripture it's very clear there the Holy Spirit seeks the good of each person and wants them to be holy, blameless, spotless, um, reconciled to God, um, sacred, basically. Uh, he doesn't lead people into disrepute. He doesn't lead them into fornication or situations where they just meet up and just anything goes. No, that is not the Holy Spirit. That would be the devil trying to distract or destroy from the actual rightful path that that person or those people are meant to go on. So very, very different. You can see how some people that don't have the Holy Spirit, they haven't surrendered, they don't have that, they can get easily confused and they can come and present you with different ideas and say such and such. Now, I know that could be a test, fair enough. But ultimately, it's very clear when you look there at these two different trajectories. Um, I've got here, the Holy Spirit is the opposite and offers grace and remission of sins, especially those not committed on purpose or for example, which would be labelled as sins by the enemy and which were never intended as such by the human. So for example, they may realise a behaviour was detrimental only after it through experiencing that fall and so they never intended sin, yet the enemy perceives it as sin and will go all out to make the victim feel like a lost soul which ultimately is said to be the enticement of the enemy to take souls to hell as the um entire method however this is not to be confused with the conviction of a behavior to lead to improvement and further strength in faith with christ by the holy spirit the difference being the end outcome goal is to promote furtherance in faith and strength in eternal relationship with christ redeeming power and redemption of our souls these are not just ideas or sayings, they're accepted in the head of the church and the very magisterium. Okay, loads there in the book for you. I will let you know when it goes out. Um, if you want to know more about it, you can send me a voice message here. You can send me a message perhaps on Facebook Messenger. Um, and... I am going to get on with that. I'm looking forward to it. I have thoroughly enjoyed sharing this with you today. I hope you've really got a lot from it. And do come back again for more information. You never know what's going to happen. Um, 
in terms of what's going to happen with this podcast broadcast when something's going to come out it's always good to be subscribed for that very reason as well so thank you so much and do listen to our podcast broadcasts are already out um some really excellent ones that have come out today very important ones as well dangerous channel crossing attempt prevention and solutions required and also sharing godliness with others to help them improve blessings <laughs>